breaking news, amateur podcast hosts have been spotted all across the country. Witnesses say they don't know what they're doing, but they're doing it anyway. Let me take you on a journey. What exactly is a podcast? David, you're a sea cucumber. What is this? Glad David was ready. He didn't look ready. I'm, I'm reading not, no. an article was... and only half paying attention, trying okay. to find a, a good times article for the end. So, yeah, that's a good idea. Some of these are bummers. OK, I think I've got one. Actually, they're not that many bummers. No, they're not. No, most of mine are fine. I don't think any of mine are. Yeah, I guess I was bummer. just talking about the murder because that was the last thing we talked about. <laughs> yeah, Jackson, come on, man. Have some happy thoughts. And we I were also talking that about anxiety. Last. I just, it's <laughs> the only good idea. one that I didn't feel like I needed bullet points for. I, I, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Speaking of anxiety, I started having panic attacks again. So that's fun. <laughs> I'm so Are sorry. Are you being serious? Yes. <laughs> Heck yeah, dude. High five. All right. Boom. <laughs> Might be one of the weirdest things I've ever seen someone high five over. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Panic I mean, tax. you know, you gotta be you gotta be upfront, honest, and lighthearted about mental illnesses. You know, that's right. That's the only way to get through them. Can't hide it. Then you can just laugh about it. <laughs> so I had this banana pot, uh, banana. Um, Start again. Must be really good if you can't even remember what it was. I had this banana pudding today. Huh. It was, and I, I'm not a huge fan of banana pudding. It's probably one of the best things I've ever tasted. Where was it from? Oh, like, it was homemade. Oh. They had a cookout on work on Friday. I didn't go into work, though, so I didn't see it. But they had the aftermath of it, and so all of my lunch today was brought to you by the cookout that they had on work on Friday when I didn't go just in. just had straight banana great. pudding for lunch? Well, uh, that was for dessert. Okay. Yeah, no, I had chicken and a burger and uh, mac and cheese, which was also amazing. Chicken, burger, mac and cheese, and banana pudding for lunch today. <laughs> Yeah, that is a lunch fit for. Yes, a it is. Yeah, I uh, I had a funnel cake popped with banana pudding this weekend at a really? fair. Fair, yeah. nice. Huh. It was very good. I never I had definitely never combined those. Yeah, two. I hadn't either. And yeah, we I would, saw it. And we were like, yeah, I gotta to. try that. It was very good. Was the banana pudding warm? Um, no, but the funnel okay. cake was. I've never tried. I've never tried warm banana pudding. I've had it cold, and that's how yeah, I like it the best. I've never seen warm banana pudding. I bet well, you it would I mean, be good. I figured if you put it on a funnel cake. I'm sure it would be good if you warmed it up. It's like a banana pudding sure pie. Like with some ice cream. Yeah. A la mode. Ooh. Ooh. Banana <laughs> pudding a la mode. I don't know. I'm not the biggest banana pudding fan. Like it's not, not either. bad, but it's got to be really yeah. good for me to think like, oh yeah, that was worth the dessert that I yeah. ate, like didn't eat. The, it was worth getting that instead of something else. The best banana pudding I've ever had in my life is that barbecue place we used to go to, David. What was it called? In oh, Georgia. If you hadn't asked me, I would have been able to tell you. Literally the best banana Shane's. pudding I've ever had. Not Shane's. Soggy Bottom. You're talking about the one in Georgia, Foggy right? Bottom. Foggy Bottom. Yeah. Foggy Bottom yep. Barbecue in the Rushy Stone or like Lawrenceville Atlanta area area somewhere around there. Yeah. If you're ever in that area oh, yeah. and you want to go there this weekend yeah, and you go, if you're in that area and you want some barbecue, go to foggy bottom barbecue and then try their banana pudding. It's the best I've ever had. Or just try anything there. Yeah. It's all everything good. they have is wonderful. Free shout outs. And also this recommendation isn't coming from like northerners. It's coming from people who have lived in multiple 
southern, southern states, states yeah. and tried <laughs> lots of different barbecue with i mean very good stuff lots of not good stuff foggy bottom is amazing yeah it's very good hmm. yeah i might have to try it then anyway welcome to amateur hour sure we don't know what we're doing where we're we doing sure we don't know what we're doing but we're doing it anyway what rules <laughs> what rules <laughs> I don't know. I just want to talk more about barbecue now. I'm one of your hosts, Jackson. <laughs> I'm one of your I'm one of your hosts, William. And I'm your third host, David. And this is me submitting a request that we pivot our podcast to only doing reviews of barbecue places from now on. What if we could get paid to do that? that like not that we're best. getting paid for this now, but if we could get like a, a barbecue review show going as like that a second show on the on the amateur hour network. I love it. That was the dream. And William can just fly us around to all the different barbecue places. Yeah, we can buy a plane. There we go. Mm -hmm. Use the money from our Patreon and YouTube subscribers and views so that we can afford to go pay. Plus all of our combined income that we'd have to keep other jobs. Yep, exactly. (laughs) Or, well, but maybe not, though. We could make it a... We could get it all from this, you know. The fuel cost just you mean there'll be lots of sponsorships. Yeah. Well, no, we um we could make an income from it. I mean, like think about dude perfect, you know? Like I'm not saying we could get that big. <laughs> Cause ain't nobody gonna watch three dudes just try restaurants and make that much money. But we could have get... you ever seen anything on Food Network? <laughs> that's fair. See, that's what I'm saying. See, like we could we could do it. We would just have to put our minds to it. Food show would be great. There's, it there's this, great. I watched this like one particular guy on YouTube called beard meets food. Have you ever seen him? So mm-hmm. he does food. Beard? Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. Facial beard. Yeah. Like facial okay, hair no, beard meets food. And it's, he's like a food challenge connoisseur. He's like 15th best eater in the world or something crazy like that. And he does all these food challenges all over and he puts them on YouTube and he just, huh. yeah, he goes to different countries and different restaurants and just is like, give me the, this burger will kill me challenge. And, <laughs> and he just like, nice, kills it. It's crazy. It's another shout out cool. for some, something else on the podcast that y'all should, y'all should go watch if you're into that kind of thing. I will say it gets very messy sometimes. So if you like squeamish, don't go watch it. Cause he just like, okay, he's just stuffing food in his oh, face gross. sometimes. But I mean, it's. It's still food. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, and it's good-looking food, too. Just, like, towards the end, it doesn't look so good. <laughs> <laughs> this is, like, yeah. man versus food type stuff? Yeah, basically. Okay. I know that one. Back he in lost the day. a lot of weight. Yeah, he looked really? good now. What was that? He, like, quit the show. The guy that was on Travel Channel that went around the country, uh, he's dead now. Oh, an- no, 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 no. Anthony Bourdain. Anthony Bourdain. Yeah. Yeah. That was, Andrew that Zimmerman. One. That's sad. I do love Andrew Zimmerman's stuff. He just seems like a really chill yep. guy. Yeah. Anyway, looks very nice. What are we actually talking about tonight? Yeah, so we're news we're, and we're, stuff. we're doing the news tonight, and how much we love barbecue, and it's all going to be food centered. <laughs> are you guys should. ready for this broadcast um, personality I'm about to do right here for this first news story? Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll play you in yeah. with some broadcast <laughs> news uh, jingle. Okay. Uh, do, do like a breaking news thing. Okay. <laughs> breaking news. Here's our anchor, William LaFour. <laughs> 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 
From well, amateur, can you hear us? I just, my, I just cleared my throat and had hiccups. From amateur hour news, we bring you breaking news from William Lavore. Hi, thank you for joining us tonight. Colorado football player Travis Hunter will be out a few weeks, says the coach of the Colorado football team. Last night's game left him in a little bit of a shamble. He was hit very hard in the chest, knocked the wind out of him, and knocked him out cold on the field. Um, News anchors <laughs> he don't say um. Carted off. Yeah, I was yeah, going to say. Yeah. Well, I would have been shot on the spot. Exactly is is what would have happened there. They would have just kicked me off and killed me <laughs> on air. <laughs> Breaking news: Amateur Hour host William Lafour William shot has live been shot during recording. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so um, it, I really shouldn't <laughs> be joking about this story. It's actually kind of sad. Um, so Colorado is one of those teams that no one really expected to be good, and then for some reason they like started being good this year. And I think they're still overrated and they're probably not as good as everyone thinks they are, especially because they barely beat Colorado State and then their fans rushed the field for second overtime, which is kind of embarrassing for them because it wasn't a big win. Um, but anyway, one of their players, Travis Hunter, which is one of their like star wide receivers, he's done really well this year, got hit pretty hard on Saturday and was just down on the field on the sideline. And the player was not ejected from the game because they didn't call it targeting. They gave them a 15 yard penalty. And Travis Hunter was carted off the field and taken to the hospital. Um, they have not really said what actually happened, but he was like out cold and it did not look good. And the play itself, like it doesn't look like a huge hit, but it's the fact that like he got hit square in the chest. And it was one of those hits where the person running at him stopped dead in his tracks and the person that got hit just falls. So it was a pretty... It was a pretty tough hit. It just doesn't quite look like it. But uh, so it was just one guy yeah, that so, hit him. He, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. It was just one guy. Um, so supposedly he's he's okay, but he was still in the hospital, and they said he should be out for at least three weeks. So that was that was just one of those. It was like the biggest story that come out of Saturday for football. It's football season. Things are happening. Um, <clears throat> but he is a pretty prominent wide receiver right now they're thinking he's going to be one in the first round pick for the nfl when he's eligible so this is a, a very talented young man and hopefully this doesn't set him back too far hopefully he's able to fully recover from that because uh it was a pretty nasty situation to be what team yeah, that's um, but what yeah team were they playing this game <clears throat> uh they were playing colorado state oh okay so it was an in-state rivalry but this uh colorado is, is just they're actually ranked this year for the first time in a very long time so uh, this actually stinks for them too because this is you know one of their best players, and then they're they're going into the next few weeks without one of their best players. So, I was about to say I I don't really keep up with college football, but I've seen on the internet all this buzz around their coach uh, Deion Sanders, who was obviously a former big time NFL player. Uh, yeah, and he's their head coach now. Yeah, I, I don't so know do what all the like. It seems like it's controversial news, not like you know yay sanders news or not all of it anyway so it, do you guys know anything about what's going on with that why is him coaching them controversial especially since he's doing well they're started off three and oh um no not really um there's just he's been charged with like assault and he just didn't have a he didn't have a good past record so 
Um, like <clears throat> while he was coach, he was charged with assault. Not or while that he was, was also in the past. No, not while he was coach. So like okay. while it was in the past when he was like an actual football player. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Just, just not the best track record, and people have mixed opinions of him. So, I have found it very funny people freaking out about him online and one of the big things i've consistently seen them freak out about is that he's wearing like a hoodie with the hood up and sunglasses when he's talking to people and they're like totally losing it about that and i do not understand why that's a big deal (laughs) and the company that uh, makes those sunglasses has pulled in 9.5 million dollars in sales since that started happening too from that same model sunglasses so are you serious yeah it's like everybody's buying those sunglasses now because of Deion sanders (laughs) Because of Deion Sanders. Um, it, just a, another small football uh, headline, just because it is going on right now. Mel Tucker, which is a Michigan State uh, football coach, was suspended from the team last Monday for sexual harassment. Oh. From And he, the person he sexually harassed was the sexual harassment um, HR lady. No way. Who came to speak to the team about sexual harassment. And then Mel Tucker got her phone number and proceeded to sexually harass her and did things uh, while on the phone with her. And yeah, so that happened. Uh, how dumb can you be? No, like what yep. a sleazeball, yep. dude. What an idiot. Like, yeah, what that a sleazeball, so but also what a fiction. moron. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that happened. Um, cool. Okay. So on to the next story. Uh, Probably one oh, of the no. biggest. Can we not take a, uh, talk about football for another hour? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so probably one of the biggest uh, tech news announcements over the last week or so is the iPhone 15 and 15 Pro announcements. Uh, we get a we get a new iPhone every year. These are not much different than last year's, but we'll go um, over just a little me, bit. They are revolutionary, <laughs> William. Changing yeah, okay. the game. <laughs> yeah. Um, They made the brave and bold choice to improve their phones by putting USB-C on it so that it could be better for everyone. (laughs) Yes, they they graciously gave us, they graciously um, were forced to give us USB-C by the EU. They made (laughs) made the sacrifice. Yep. (laughs) They made the sacrifice to not get sued and go ahead and do it. um yeah so if you don't know um and and usbc is not on every iphone model it's just going to be the pro model so no, 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 there's, no, like, that's not true usbc is on all it's you're only getting three speeds on the yes, pro models the rest are you're, two you're right and you're none right of them are thunderbolt speeds which is really that's stupid what i was yeah that's what i was sorry i'm mistaken david is correct on that one um okay so the biggest differences in these new iphones is the 15 Pro model is getting the A17 Pro chip, which is uh, just a step up from the 18 A16 Bionic chip that the iPhone 15 regular versions have, and then the 14 Pro Max is from last year had. There's a little bit difference. It's like 10% faster in the CPU, um, 20% faster in the GPU. There's 8 gigabytes of RAM in the Pro models versus 6 in the regular models. The same three camera setup in the back for the Pro models. It's basically the cameras are the same. They're just a little bit better. Um, for both for all models the biggest difference in the pro models that is different from last year which actually makes this phone a little bit different is the action button so this is going to be replacing like the ringer button on your current iphone if you have an iphone and it's just a a a button and you can toggle it to do different things you can have it open the camera you can have it do the ringer like people normally do now 
or you can have it open different um, apps. They don't know if they're going to open it up to third-party apps or not yet, but to like actually fully customize it. But you can do like shortcuts with it and different stuff like that. So that is slightly different than last year. The other difference, which is kind of dumb, is the Pro Max model uh, is $100 more expensive than the Pro Max model from last year. Everything else is the same. In fact, the starting model, I believe, is $100 cheaper than the one last year. But the reason the highest model is $100 more expensive than last year is because it's not because the features are so much better. It's not because you're getting much more for your money. It's the fact that they just took out the 128 gigabyte model <laughs> option. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's actually equivalent with the same amount of storage model as last year. They yeah. just don't give you the option to buy less storage than that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So the 128 gigabyte model is the lowest of all the models coming out. However, it's not even available for the highest model, which makes it $100 more expensive, just baseline price. So I will say I did order one. Um, did. I was able to trade mine in. And I like put like a $200 down payment on it and it came out to like 15 bucks a month. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and do it. I canceled a few other subscriptions that I don't use anymore. So I actually netted 10 bucks a month through this transaction. So that's fine with me. <laughs> that means I, you math. were losing a bunch of money every month with all these yeah. subscriptions you didn't need. That's, that's, so now I'm losing less money every month. <laughs> Again, I netted $10. That's some girl math right there, dude. That is some girl it's like math. I tricked them into giving me money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not being irresponsible. I'm just being less irresponsible. Uh, so anyway, so yeah, so I'm excited for this 29-hour battery life. My battery now has gotten really, really bad bad so that'd be cool um usb-c that's what my ipad is that's what everything else i use is so that'd be cool to only have one cable but yeah so that's pretty much it there's not a whole lot of differences there is a difference in color which everyone always likes but uh it's a pretty underwhelming thing but it was still time for me to get a new one so i figured i'd go ahead and do that while i have the option too because i was talking to jackson about it i was like yeah i was like i might just wait till next year but also they won't give me as much for my phone next year as they will this year and I kind of want to pay a whole lot for it. So just just I be just one decided, of the people that trade their phone in every year for the newest model. You know, you're never Amy left behind. That. Amy used to do that. And I was like, that is not a sustainable model. I was like, <laughs> I was like, good for you and everything. But however, I can't imagine. So we'll see if she does it this year. But uh, but yeah, so they should start shipping on the 22nd. Mine's not supposed to be here to like the 8th of October through the 16th, somewhere in there. I don't know why. There's a whole lot of delays with this model, but uh, what do you what are you doing for a phone between now and then? If you traded, I'm your using other one the in. one that I currently have that I will trade in when I get my new phone. Yeah, you like oh, you, like, you didn't have to back. give it to them then when you <laughs> ordered it. Okay, good. <laughs> no, no, you don't ship it in until they you get your new one. That'd be silly. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to be upgrading this time. I I like yeah. the bigger battery life. I obviously love the they're making the switch to USB C mandatorily. But I just don't see a big enough difference, a big enough jump in features to to justify it at this point. Which phone do you have yeah. now, Jackson and William? Which one did you have that you were trading? In? I have the iPhone 14 Pro Max. Oh, okay. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 14? I'm sorry. I have the 13 oh. Pro Max. Yes, I also have the 13 Pro Max. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm probably going to upgrade this this year. I mean, I, I won't be doing it immediately, but I'm going from an 11 to just a base yeah, model 11 a, and so i've been fighting that, with 32 gigabyte store of storage for like oh, two years sorry. now 
<laughs> 32 gigabytes of storage? Oh, yes, that was my. it. That was all my phone has. Wow. David, you're going to have a whole new world. You're going to be like, wow, I can have more than five apps on my phone at one time? <laughs> That's crazy. I don't it's have to keep deleting like, pictures of my I, dog and my child. You mean I can turn my podcast to auto-download again? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's what Basically. that's going to be the game changer. <laughs> yeah. If I like I'm going to go on a plane or a trip or something and I might lose signal, I have to like plan ahead and download the episodes I think I will want to listen to <laughs> in 2023, David. I know. See, Jackson, um, I was thinking okay. you might want to upgrade this one because of the extra zoom on the Pro Max model. It's like 5x zoom, I think. Yeah, I mean that was kind of impressive, but I don't know. See the the one on the Pro Max, like I feel like the camera's terrible now. I also, if I were to upgrade, I'm not getting another Max. Oh, I don't well, then like there's how, no point because no, it's only on I the Max. Don't like how big the Maxes are. I when I got the 13 Pro Max, I was like, "Ooh, big screen!" And then <laughs> like every day, I think about, "Oh, I wish I didn't have this giant phone in my pocket." Mm-hmm. really because i i i don't think i could go to a smaller one yeah I, I just don't think i would notice i think it would be better for me i think it would be less cumbersome i could actually text with one hand instead of cramping my thumb <laughs> and holding it like with the Get pinky your hands like the pinky under the thumb or uh, under the phone kind yeah. of thing yeah everybody oh, has to yeah. do yeah actually just palm the phone yeah so i i have two phones actually i have my personal and then i have a work phone uh, and my work phone. Ooh, look at is me up, dude. I got two many. Do you work for yourself? Uh, this isn't for that. It's for the other business that <laughs> oh. I work for. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't pay to have a second phone. I have a second phone for a different company that I, I work got for. Two. Uh, but anyway, I'm saying so. The, it's the 12 Mini, which they don't even do the Mini anymore. And I actually really like it. The the yeah. super small because it's very reasonable for me to even forget I have it in my pocket. And I'm blind now, but I, I sometimes literally forget I even have it in my pocket, but it's, I don't know, probably like 85% as useful as my like full size 11. So I, I, I don't know. They don't have it anymore. So obviously I can't do that anyway, but yeah, I'm going to stick with just the, the pro if I upgrade and I do not want the even bigger screen. I have a bunch of people I work, a bunch of guys I work with started getting the new, like fold phones oh, yeah, that those like are cool. fold out the into flipsy. tablet yeah. sized almost phones and i'm like at first i was like oh that's really cool i love the big screen and all that stuff the functionality of it's great and then the more and more i thought about it i was like i would hate carrying that thing around all the time just because of the extra thickness yeah. and weight yeah yeah it's too much too much it's supposed to be convenient <laughs> listen to i mean problems. it is convenient <laughs> that you basically problems. have a tablet in your pocket <laughs> But yeah, I, I completely understand what you're saying and agree with you. Anyway, yeah, my hands are slightly bigger, so it's easier for me to grasp it. Like but, true, but even then, Apple don't you nerds, still... We've talked about this much longer than we probably should have. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> I normally two handed anyway, though. I very rarely like try to text with one hand. Oh, I See, I'm always do like doing something. And I'm like, yeah, and I swipe. I swipe the text too most of the time. Yeah, that's so convenient. That helps that's too. nice. Yes. Okay. We All really right. Let's stop talking about Apple. Um, okay. So uh, another thing that happened yesterday, which by the time you listen to this is outdated, but an F-35 went missing over South Carolina, which is where I live. Uh, 
Sunday, so that was Sunday the seventeenth. And William um, found the pilot it. Ejected. <laughs> yes, I found it. I actually have it, it was in my with backyard. The Chinese spy balloons. Um, finders keepers. Yeah, finders keepers. Uh, government, come come get me. <laughs> um, so yeah, so this this pilot ejected after a quote unquote mishap in the fighter jet. This is the first instant of a F thirty five. Uh, basically situation that they've had that they've had a perfect record with this plane so far uh there goes that streak so it it went missing out of the charleston air force base which i've been to many times because it's also a joint uh civilian civilian base so i know that area very well um the pilot ejected and the plane kept going because it was an autopilot so yeah this is a pretty crazy instance so this is not the first time that people were kind of freaking out they're like oh how does that happen like that that doesn't even make sense well this is not the first time that's happened um, back in 1970, there was a F-106 Delta Dart that uh, landed safely in Hornet's belly in one piece after the pilot ejected. It's called the Cornfield Bomber. There's also a Soviet MiG-23 that flew all the way from Poland to Belgium without its pilot after they ejected um, from the jet shortly after takeoff in 1988. And then there was also um, one more jet. The, uh, there was a Citation jet last year that pretty much did the same thing except the the pilots were inside they were just unconscious and the plane was on autopilot and it kept going till it crashed so it, it does happen it's it's not very it, it is still rare but it does happen um so there were a lot of people that were conspiring that like you know it's gonna end up landing in cuba where the new china um bases but it, this does happen now that we'll probably figure out why what happened they did ground all all f-35s and I believe all uh, Marine planes as well while this was going on, while they found it. So um, but I believe Jackson has an update for us. Oh, you're going to let me do the update? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. You found it. Breaking news here on Amateur Hour, <laughs> the missing plane. <laughs> so uh, like literally 30 minutes before we started recording, this was kind of like our big story for this episode because it was it's all over the news right now. And uh a lot of the times when we have stuff like that, we're like, oh, we'll update you on a different episode, maybe if anything comes of it. Well, 30 minutes before we started recording, the news came out that the debris from the missing F-35 fighter jet was found. Uh, and it didn't get too far. I believe it was about a two-hour flight, uh, and it was still in South Carolina. And it landed in a field uh, after this day-long search. And my favorite part of the story is... Really, when the government and the news were like, we need everybody's help finding this plane. Because <laughs> okay. it's, first of all, William, I think, mentioned this, but it's a stealth jet. Yeah. Uh, it has like some of the best technology we've ever developed for stealth flights. This is the most technically <laughs> advanced aircraft known to man right yeah. now. So they literally were like, oh, we can't find it because it's so stealthy. And also the geolocating box that we have that is supposed to let us know where it is. And only us know where it is. Oh, that was turned off at the time. Um, <laughs> Why is it ever so turned they were, off? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that was the mishap. Maybe the guy was like, oh, my, my geolocator's not on. See ya, Jack. <laughs> <Good Jack. laughs> if something happens to this plane, they'll never find me. Yeah. We, so we haven't seen any, like, super bad damage. Apparently, it landed in a field, which is pretty lucky. I don't know how they got yeah. that lucky. Um, but debris that is supposedly this plane has been found in a field in South Carolina. So a lot of people like William were saying, we're kind of having some conspiracies surrounding this plane. I heard maybe they set autopilot to Ukraine uh, since we're sending them so much money anyway. <laughs> they just send them a jet. 
It's like, is this legal? They just, I don't know, but it sure is fun. <laughs> they just put in the coordinates for Ukraine. And as far as we know, this debris that was found is this F-35B Lightning II jet. And I also think it's funny that mishap is like the key word in this. <laughs> yeah. Like nobody what actually knows what happened at this point. Oh, no. They're not People releasing know. an official. St- Just not the public. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, some people know, but we don't know what the actual "quote unquote" mishap was. But that's kind of the buzzword surrounding this this particular news. And I always thought that I, I just I just really thought that was funny that all the news sites just because that was the only quote they got. Yeah, because that's the only release that the was it the Marines yeah put out whatever spokesperson put out was the pilot had a mishap. It's like, sorry, the pilot had a little accident. Had, had to eject himself from the plane while it was an autopilot. He forgot so, yeah, to wear his depends the... for the long flight. <laughs> had to bail. Yeah. Um, and I also, I misspoke there. There have been F-35 crashes before. Um, less than 10 confirmed crashes. But this particular model, the F-35 Lightning II, has not had a problem before. So yeah, it was the sequel the to the Lightning. There. The sequel, yeah. Oh, no, okay. it's not the first F-35. It's like, it's a very uh, farther long variation of cool. it. Cool. Well, I'm glad, anyway, I'm glad they figured out what it was. The other thing yeah. is that supposedly, according to news sites, the pilot was safely ejected and was taken to a medical center and is in stable condition. So hopefully he's doing good. Yeah. Well, guys, I apologize. I took up the first 40 minutes. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> we were talking about barbecue for like at least 15 of that. That's true. And then we got sidelined with the iphone for a good while yeah i really hope that if it landed in a field somewhere in south carolina in the fall i'm assuming crops aren't aren't uh harvested yet so i'm hoping whatever field it landed in and destroyed someone's crops that uh they get like to keep the plane or sell it back to the government for a discounted <laughs> rate or something my my plane <laughs> my land this is me was, my property my plane it only made it so it's it uh where it landed was two hours of drive so it did not fly for a very long time before it, it crashed so I, i'm sure something was actually going on with it for the pilot to eject what does the autopilot also, mean then like i know that it, it means like stay in the air right <laughs> but like is it yeah. so it's accelerating on its own it's staying stable on its own but apparently it didn't last very long because it crashed in a field so well you got to think though there's a reason the pilot ejected yeah Pilots don't eject for no reason. So there was something wrong with it. Um, in the case of the the MiG-23, the one that flew from uh, Poland to Berlin, that one was able to recover. Like something happened with the plane. The pilot thought he needed to eject. And somehow the plane stabilized itself and was able to fly. It, it became sentient. It's not always the case. It fixed itself? Yes. Um, but, I mean, it's it's possible that the autopilot like kept it in the air at least. Because it's going like to try to keep it in the air. Yeah, yeah, basically, it's 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 going to try to keep it in the air. But if something happens catastrophically to the plane, there's not much it can do. If like if the it crashes goes out. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So pilot doesn't work um, if the plane was, crashes. If there was a problem. Yeah, if there was a so why how it was able to go that far. I don't know. They're going to I'm definitely going to be interested to see if they even tell us what happened to it, which they probably won't. Um, but yeah, so it it is an interesting story. It is rare to happen, but it's not it's not unheard of. So it's not like some crazy thing. Okay, uh, I'll, I'll 
bust through this one quickly. According to The Verge, we now have the cable bundle of the future. Uh, so for those of you who still use cable, I am not one of you. I, I know you're out there. If you had Charter's Spectrum cable, apparently they have been in a dispute with Disney for months over all of the Disney-owned channels and the pricing, like the internal pricing between Disney and Spectrum. And so you haven't been able to watch like ESPN or Disney, Hulu, any of that kind of stuff. I guess Hulu isn't part of it. You know what I mean? Like the Disney channel. They've reached an agreement. You do get those things again. This didn't say what that agreement was, like financially, internally, how much money they have to spend on it. But apparently you're getting a, a bonus now. So you not only get those channels back, but you also with uh here it is with spectrum's tv select package you will also get disney plus basic which is the version of disney plus that has ads and if you have uh tv select plus you will also receive espn plus in addition to the disney plus basic so uh this is one of the first times that a cable provider is bundling streaming services with it it's been like Verizon and places like that have done it for phone stuff. And so if you're bundling your phone with your Verizon cable, you would end up getting some kind of streaming thing as well. But that was really attached to the phone, not the, the TV. So this is the first time that's happening. And some people are saying maybe this is actually like the change that the TV industry needs because there's so many different streaming services. Now it's hard to keep up with all of them and you'd basically be paying for cable if you had them all. So if they were, you know, put together in the joke online for years has been, man, if we put all these together, what would we call it? And I mean, the answer is uh, cable. Uh, <laughs> that's that's what <laughs> cable was. <laughs> so I don't know what this means. It seems kind of weird and, inconsequential to me but apparently other people think this is a big deal do you remember the old commercials where it was like oh you got your chocolate in my peanut butter oh your peanut butter is in my chocolate (laughs) as the old reese's commercials yeah that's what this reminds me of like they're in a dispute and they're like let's come together and make something great yeah for people who still have cable (laughs) yeah (laughs) i i'm tired of so many different streaming services i agree it's so annoying it used to be really nice because it's like Netflix had everything and then Amazon Prime and Hulu were there and it's like, OK, they have everything like between those three. You had everything, every single thing. And then more and more and more and more and more. And now Netflix stinks and, you know, Hulu's all right. and Amazon Prime's all right. And then like now there's like five different other ones. And yeah, it's just See, I'm actually kind of the other so way, annoying. I think. Netflix is all right and Hulu stinks because I mean, Hulu used to be all of the network channels put their stuff on there like a week or a month or something after it aired. I mean, so it made sense because that stuff is broadcast over free airwaves anyway. But if I want to watch it, not with an antenna, they would put it online there. I liked that when those networks, each of them started making their own streaming service and all of them had to be paid for. That was where they lost me. Everything before that, even like HBO and Stars and the, like the already premium paid things, when they came out with their own streaming services, I didn't mind that either because it was already a premium thing. But yeah, the getting Peacock and uh, whatever Paramount's one is, uh, Paramount Plus, 
Yeah, Paramount Plus. Discovery Plus. This, yes, all of that. There's so like, many. Oh, come on. I can't. I can't. This is too much. Yeah, they're at this point, they're just all mediocre. And you have to have all of them if you want to watch anything. Like, you know what? The one that's somebody not I'll tell mediocre you about anymore, in my opinion, is Apple. Apple, yes. I think Apple has yeah. become the new HBO. HBO or Max is the app now has almost nothing I want to see on it. Yep. And the, all, all, all of the things I've watched on Apple, and I don't watch everything they put out, but all of the stuff that interests me, I watch and I'm like, wow, that was amazing. Yeah. Apple producing their own stuff has, has really benefited their streaming service. Have you guys seen the theories online that Bob Iger, the CEO of Disney is doing all the crazy stuff with Disney just to milk it for as much money as he can before he sells it to Apple, like sells Disney to Apple. I haven't heard that, but that makes, I would not be surprised. That doesn't sound above Bob Iger to do that. Yeah. I hate, hate that. <laughs> hey guys, welcome to the new Disney channel show. Oh gosh. I hate Tim cook. I can't look, I can't listen to him. <laughs> Or I Tim didn't Cook. know what you were doing. I thought you were trying to impersonate Bob we Iger. We're very excited <laughs> to announce the new Apple iPhone today. I knew you weren't. He's not that trying bad. to imitate Bob Iger because <laughs> no one knows what he actually sounds like. You just read things that he says. Like he's never on TV himself. I hope they're homeless. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm gonna take all their homes. <laughs> <laughs> what an evil man! Yeah. That's supposed to be the head of this like child company <laughs> yeah the happiest place on true. earth yeah <laughs> we're gonna be homeless as a, another example of things we can't trust maybe question mark the united states versus google antitrust lawsuit started uh last week <laughs> we are, we are now in the second week official week so technically the third week because like week zero i guess is like opening statements and stuff so I don't know why it's not just one, two, three. Apparently it's pre-game and then one, two. Anyway, today starts week two. It's going to be interesting to see what happens here because this is the biggest tech antitrust trial since uh, the United States took on Microsoft in the 1990s. This is set to take 10 weeks to go through everything before, I'm assuming, then the the justices will go back and review and so we don't know when we'll get an answer but the trial itself is supposed to be 10 weeks so we'll see what happens but they i didn't say what they were accused of that's probably important google yeah i was about to ask <laughs> google is being accused of basically being anti-competitive by making deals with companies like apple and uh amazon prime to put their things up front on google searches which at the base level, that's just something you can pay for, like anyone can pay for. But what they're basically saying is that there wasn't an even playing field here because you weren't allowed in Google to take on or take the spot that Apple or Prime is paying for, not because they have more money than you, but because they signed a deal with Google. That's that's what the accusation, as I understand it, is. So we'll see what you mean happens when I there. You mean when I search iPhone 15, Apple automatically got put up at the top of my search results instead yeah. of a, another website? Yes. Man. I think it'd be more it's like crazy. if you searched best new phone, 
you would get Apple's yeah. iPhone 15, no matter what <laughs> you put in as the words or the formation there, as long as you the didn't Samsung say, like, Galaxy was on page 52 <laughs> of Google results. <laughs> like, if you search exactly for Samsung Galaxy, you're probably going to get Samsung Galaxy. But if you're just like generic, <laughs> I want good smartphone, it's going to be like, hey, here's Apple. <laughs> no, it's it's more like... Hey, that's actually not true. That's not true. Well, maybe not now, but they're... The first one that's not an ad, it says the uh, Galaxy S23 Ultra. It's more like you search Samsung and it's like, did you mean Apple? Okay, but with the ads, are they, <laughs> what are the ad ones though? Well, the ad is from Cashify. Oh, so okay, it's not, okay. It has nothing to do with it. Yeah, it's not quite. Yeah, Interesting. Well, they could have changed it too because this has been building up to the point of actual litigation for a while. Not unusual for companies to change what they do before there's actually a ruling just to kind of CYOB. Interesting because Google actually makes their own phone that they would allow that to happen. But anyway, that's a good point. Thank you. More, more tech controversy here. <laughs> William lost it. Um, we'll, we'll have it again. So <laughs> have you guys seen this uh, controversy that's been going around the unity video game engine over the last like two Never weeks? Heard of it. I know what it is, but I've not heard any controversy about it. Oh, really? Okay, so the article for tonight is actually kind of the second phase, but I'll start with what initially happened. So a couple of weeks ago, excuse me, uh, a couple of weeks ago, the company that owns Unity, it might literally be called Unity, I, I don't remember, uh, but it's it's basically the uh, the runtime that video game developers would use to create their games. It's the engine. That's the word I was looking for. They apparently they basically have a subscription plan. I don't know what to call it. The companies who are designing a video game, they pay so much for a 12 month period to be allowed to use the game engine. So it's like $200,000 or something a year for certain levels of it. Otherwise, you can do it like monthly and that. I mean, there are different options, but it's a lot of money anyway. They came out a couple of weeks ago and basically said they were going to restructure the way they do it. So on top of the yearly or monthly service fee that you have to pay to use their engine, the companies who made the video games would also be charged per install of games that are using the engine. What that would mean is, let's say, I mean, let's just pick a game. I don't have any idea if this game actually uses uh, Unity or not let's say call of duty actually i'm almost certain it does not but let's say call of duty used the unity engine activision blizzard would have to pay this yearly subscription fee and then every single time that the game call of duty is downloaded they would have to pay 20 cents for each install that does not uh disclude multiple installs on multiple devices for one account so like if you have a desktop gaming PC and a laptop that you want to play when you're on the go, you only have to buy the game once, right? That, that just makes sense. Well, the company would be charged twice. Then if you ever, you know, had to reimage your computer or you decided you didn't want to play the game anymore and uninstalled it and then reinstalled it later because you decided you did want to play it, that again is another new install. So they would be charged again every single time you download it now so what you're saying is if you didn't like a video game company 
yes. a developer, let's say, you could write a script yes. to literally uninstall and reinstall a game yes. indefinitely. Yes. <laughs> forget Not giving forget anybody his ideas or, or anything. You're just going to yeah. actually cost them money. <laughs> like, directly. For, for games like Call of Duty, this is still a very big deal. I mean, that does add up. But it wouldn't be like... Activision Blizzard wouldn't close because of this. However, basically any indie developer, this would crush them because yeah. you, you don't have the overhead in that kind of environment to be able to pay the 20 cents over and over again on a single purchase. Uh, it's just not going to work. Anyway, so it's been up in arms, and there's other things that were being changed too that some of it I don't entirely understand, but that people who are in game developers were very upset with. The news story today is that after that widespread criticism, we get the classic apologizing for the confusion and stated that it, that we're listening to feedback from community and partners from Unity. Uh, so while they have not come out with actual specific changes to what they said, they are now stating that they're going to change it. It's not going to be what they said because people freaked out so much the leak of what it will be is that the report or that it's suggesting unity will limit fees to four percent of a game's revenue for customers making over a million dollars with no retroactive charges for installs so what that means is that you still could get the per install thing but there's basically a cap on it so that you can't be totally massacred but this still doesn't really help a lot of indie developers because they're going to be under that $1 million mark and you're just taking away their overhead. So if this is what it, the new revised change is, it's still going to really hurt a lot of uh, video game developers. But we'll have to wait to, to see what it is. I just always love when these companies come out and say the words, you know, we're sorry for the confusion and we're listening to feedback. Not we were, we said what we said. You're right. That was stupid. And we were being greedy. We've changed our minds. Here's the new plan. But I'm sorry you misunderstood me and that I was not clear. (laughs) I'm sorry you didn't get what we were saying. Let me explain it to you again slowly. (laughs) That's what it is. Looking at you, Bethesda. Really, what's going to happen because of this is the the indie market is not going to use the Unity engine anymore. It's just yeah. not. No one is going to, unless you're really a big developer. Uh, because no matter yeah. what the actual choice is here, trust in the company has just fallen away that they could at any moment decide, hey, you owe us money retroactively for installs, which just isn't okay. Lame. Lame. Uh, this next one's real quick. I'll just give you the the bullet point version. Microsoft Paint is actually adding f- some Photoshop features uh, in specifically yeah, Windows finally. 11. Yeah. <laughs> I can cancel my Adobe script. Description. Well, it, it's basically two things. <laughs> That's another 20 bucks I'm going to save. It's, uh, <laughs> Girl, man. Look, I, I, I was given $30 a month by canceling all these subscriptions. But yeah, so the only two things it's adding right now are le- the support for layers and transparency. That's that's all that they're adding at the moment. Apparently, they had already, and I didn't realize this, but had already implemented background removal tools, which is also super 
useful. But all of this is in the update version 11.2308.18.0, which I believe right now is in preview and sometime in the next couple of months will go live for uh, for just general users of Windows 11. So that that's cool. I mean, Windows Paint, the only thing I've really ever used it for is quickly creating, taking screenshots and creating an actual file out of it. If it became it is useful truly that. useful, that would be awesome. Yeah, so we'll see what happens with that. Last one I've got, and then we, we'll move on. I found this one very interesting and sort of funny. Not because the situation is funny, but because I guess... Not the, funny, haha. Yeah, not not like... Funny, weird. Yeah, funny. Yes, exactly. Funny as in like, really? what What's, what's going on here? Uh, so there is a woman who hails from Utah. Also, the... Part of the reason I found this funny is because the headline article that I read is worded so weird. It took me a while to even figure out what it meant. This woman who lived in Utah is an author. She is a, became an author after her husband died. She became an author by writing a book aimed at children to teach them how to deal with grief. Okay, so it was basically she lost her husband she had to go through the grief of that. She has a kid, saw what that did, thought I need to write a book for children to help them get through this. But this isn't why she's in the news. That's all background. She's in the news because she is actually accused of killing her husband, of uh, spiking. Nice. There it is. <laughs> yeah, of basically giving him a fatal dose of fentanyl after spiking a Moscow mule. So case is kind of sort of ongoing she's right now she's in a detention center waiting for the full trial to start what this specifically is bringing up is they did a random check of her cell and found a note that she had written that hadn't been sent yet but a note that she had written to her mother that was instructing her mother to instruct her brother to lie on the stand for her <laughs> To, oh, no. to get her out of nice. it. <laughs> so this is, we don't have specifically what it says. That's, that's what the prosecution is saying. The letter says nobody has read it and won't see it until this actually goes to trial. And then it's submitted as evidence. Uh, at least I'm assuming we won't see it till then, but uh, it does not look good at face value at all. So I, I don't I don't know what to think about this whole situation. I mean, I hope I hope she didn't kill her husband. That's that's really what I hope. But if she did, she for some reason, we don't know what her defense is yet, killed her husband and then also later chose to write a book about grief because of it to help other people, quote unquote, which really means make money if she's the one who killed her husband. It it's just this this is one of those like twisting in a knot pretzel kind of weird crime stories and i'm going to be interested to see what happens with this also she's only got one book yeah, yeah. but she's about to come up with a new children's book how i got away with murder almost <laughs> <laughs> if i if i had done if it. i had done it <laughs> yeah no no no, no. you've yeah. got to you've got to still be able to be on the same children. publisher so it's going to be how to deal with a mother who's falsely imprisoned after being accused of killing your father the book. Yeah. I love the name of the book, though. I love the concept of it. What is the name what of the book? Great. It's called Are You With Me, which is 
Um, David, did you did you read what the book was about? Her only book? Did you look at that? No, I mean I haven't read it's it. It's literally no. a book. It's a book about how to talk to your children about being a wit. Like it's it's about raising your child as a widow. Oh, I th- I misunderstood. I thought it was about like like it was a children's book about telling it kids is. how to deal with the with loss of a not parent. having a dad. I mean, y'all are saying the same thing in different husband. ways. <laughs> <Yeah>. Y'all <laughs> explained the synopsis differently but it's essentially the same thing but the way yes. william says yeah. it sounds more uh sinister i guess yeah, yes it does that's true I, it's literally about a yeah it's there's a, the picture the cover of the book is a dad in heaven <laughs> oh no okay yeah that's even worse though like if she's capitalizing on her grief and she's the one that caused her grief i'm gonna get the book oh no don't give her, her any money, money. <laughs> Don't give that, that alleged murderer any money. Also, her, her name, for anyone it. who wants to look this up, is uh, Corey Richens. Corey is spelled K-O-U-R-I. Oh, they took the book off of Goodreads. They took it off like it did <laughs> actually used to be there? Oh, no, it's 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 there now. Okay. It's back. Okay. Oh. It said the page was no longer available. I was like, dang it. But yeah, so that was that was a weird one. Yeah, that's that's pretty horrific. I don't know how many of you have been paying attention to alien and UFO news lately, but we do have a little bit of an update on that. We'll make this short and sweet because honestly, there's there's not a ton out there right now about this, but there's enough to, I think, maybe come to an, a conclusion. We can maybe see that together. Uh, but Mexico in the past couple of weeks had a congressional hearing just like we in the U.S. had a congressional hearing about the UAPs. But this time, Mexico came out with two actual bodies <laughs> of supposed e- extraterrestrials. William's already laughing. Because so, do you remember what I said the picture of you guys? Yeah. I remember what so, my response was. Yeah, you were like, did they come out of straight at all? Yeah, why does it look exactly like Hollywood aliens? <laughs> Yeah, that 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 might clue you into our feelings about this case. But so what happened was there's this guy, I think it's pronounced it's either Jamie or Jaime. It's probably Musan. Jaime. Yeah, Jaime Musan. I've heard it pronounced both ways on different videos that I've watched, but I've heard it both. Ways. I've heard it both ways. Uh, Jaime Musan is a self-proclaimed UFOologist. But he's more well known as a journalist in Mexico and has been for many, many years. Uh, but he got into the ufology slash UAP slash extraterrestrial side of reporting and journalism several years ago. So he's the one that brought these bodies in front of Congress and testified about the legitimacy of where they were found in Peru. And it, you just need to go look at a picture. If you haven't already seen these things, Please go look up a picture. It's not hard to find. Uh, and then come back. Pause. Come back. Okay, now we're back. So <laughs> I just want to say these bodies, these aliens, were found in 2017. Why do they still have all that dirt on them? <laughs> Supposedly, these have been x-rayed. They have, like, photos of the x-rays of these bodies. They have video from a couple of years ago of them being laid out on the x-ray machine, examined by these people. And when I say examined, they are wearing gloves, 
However, they're kind of holding them like action figures <laughs> in the operating slash examining room. And the way these are presented in the Mexican Congress is so showmanship y. Like it's so they're showy. Like coffins. It, it, yeah, it's they're like in these watching boxes. a magic act. It's crazy. <laughs> so they unveil, they lift these coffin lids off, and here are these satin-lined boxes with these little, maybe a foot and a half tall alien things. They look like paper mache or they were made in pottery class. And again, why is there dirt on them? (laughs) I could not get over the fact that they were just presented in this box with all this earth all over them. And so Jaime Musan claims that these were found in a cave in Peru and that the clay or whatever substance is diatomaceous earth, which is supposedly millions of years of like marine life, essentially, that is broken down into this type of earth. And where they were found could have been, I don't know. It, it, it's very complicated the way he lays it out. However, one of them supposedly has eggs. Okay. <laughs> According to the x-rays. And then there are debunking videos of these same two little aliens from two years ago. So they were found in 2017. The, late, the earliest I could find as far as debunking videos was about two years ago. But there are videos of people comparing the bones to other species, to even human, and how they've basically been thrown together to make these aliens they're like different types of finger bones different femurs and tibias and then like even the skull fingers facing the wrong way yeah the fingers are like upside down and even the skull some people have some researchers have found that it matches almost exactly the lateral part of an alpaca or a llama skull that has essentially been cut off and like shaved down and it matches almost exactly so the other thing is that this Jaime Musan, if you didn't know who he was and you didn't do any research, you wouldn't know that back in 2015, in the same area, he was part of this report and discovery of another alien body. And it was found in Peru in the same sort of region, also in a cave. And it had like three fingers. It was kind of small. Well, that had been researched thoroughly and also been debunked and turned out to be like a mummified child and so he just like was like here's an alien and it was like a native person of the lands that had died there that was a human (laughs) yeah uh so to be fair the 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 body that they found had like three fingers and i think he like really jumped the gun on on this i mean i mean it was just a it was a mutation of an average human that that can definitely happen. <laughs> and yep. he was just like, oh, I found an alien. And if you didn't do your research on who this guy was, which they don't actually mention his name a lot in a lot of the like videos and stuff I've seen until you look up like, who is this guy? And then you start doing some research and you realize he's done this before and he's just chasing this. I found an alien high, I guess. Um, but yeah, they look just like E.T., like from the movie E.T. Yeah, like if you sucked the juices out of E.T. and then covered him in paper mache. <laughs> Gross. 
That's disgusting. <laughs> With a straw. Yeah, it's disappointing. I, I what are we thinking? Like, what is the why is Congress the Congress of Mexico even entertaining this kind of thing? Is it the fact that all these other countries are coming out with UAP sightings and things like that and they want to jump on it or what? I think that's got to be it. Well, they, they're trying to yeah. trying to ride the hype train of UFOs right now or UAPs rather. And they found, hey, this is this Mexican guy who has actual aliens. That's perfect. It seems exclusive to us. Let's do it. There's actually, I agree with you, yes, but there's Mexico has predominantly been more so accepting of the idea of UFOs, more so than a lot of other countries. They're, they've been pretty like open about it, and their reporting system is a lot better than ours, and like they have pilots all the time that also report things like that. So it doesn't surprise me that they really had one, but given the timing of it, yes, it does seem like they were trying to do it in a time that was a little bit more relevant, but the fact that they're doing it overall does not surprise me. Yeah. And again, these these things were found in 2017. There's old video footage of these same little figures. So whether they were found or they were created, they claim that they've been independently verified by certain universities, certain labs. I don't know what the uh, what they're paying them or if they're making this up. I have no idea. Did you guys see the video going around on social media of someone examining it and it turns into the it's made of cake thing i mean like somebody yes, made a cake yes yes that was so good that video. yeah i sent it to william i was like oh look that was cake. awesome uh yeah so that's that's really the whole story i'm gonna be honest there's not much to this it's we i, I think we've said this a lot on the last few episodes we've done a little bit of googling uh would probably debunk this pretty quickly for you I do want to mention as a side note that the president of Mexico in February of this year, 2023, tweeted out a picture that he claimed was an elf uh, that he caught in the woods. So um, if Wait, that tells you what? anything. Send us <laughs> to the chat, please. Let me see. Yeah, I'm going to I'll show you the <laughs> he caught a picture of an elf or he tweeted it. I don't know that he claimed to have taken the picture, but he tweeted out a picture of an alleged elf that someone took a picture of in the woods. Uh, <laughs> oh, come on. Reopen, reopen, close tabs. There we go. It's in the chat. <laughs> is this the one with the thing in the tree? What? Yeah. I mean, that is pretty creepy. Is oh yeah. Whatever it is, is very creepy. Why he thinks it's an elf though. <laughs> and again, I don't think he claims to take this picture. I guess it was circulating around the internet. But just to give you an idea of the kind of things that maybe the president of Mexico believes in, not to say that believing in aliens is crazy because we've talked about this before. And if that were the case, then we are a little bit crazy as well, at least partially. But it speaks to the things that maybe Congress would be interested or open to and the president would be interested in hearing when it comes to this kind of phenomenon. Right. So maybe he was primed a little bit to accept this. Could be. I mean, uh, one, one of our hosts really wanted this to be real. I mean, I wanted it to be real, too. I wanted it to be real. I don't know which one of you you were talking about, but. I think William wanted it a little bit more than us, because when he started messaging us, I, I specifically remember you being like, guys, 
this is real because Mexico's harsher about lying to Congress and would just straight up they kill are. this person if he's lying. <laughs> Therefore, they <real>. are. <laughs> that is, I mean, we talked about this with the, the, the congressional hearings with in the U.S. too. I mean, it's, it's a big thing to lie under oath no matter what country you're in. But I mean, especially outside of America, I, I have to imagine. I don't know what the laws are. William might be more familiar with the laws in Mexico of perjury, but I, I'm not. Okay. Well, yeah, it's, it's still a big deal that people would put their neck out there on the line, especially this guy though, because he's been proven wrong in the past with the same sort of thing from the same area and the same kind of bodies. So I don't know. It, it's, it'll be interesting to see how this unfolds and what Mexico does in response to the debunking allegations, et cetera. Yeah. I, I really like this tweet that you put in the notes. I think you should definitely read that. Oh, the one that's in Spanish? No. Yeah, go ahead and read it for us, Jackson. The, what are you talking about? David Graves' tweet. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm getting to that. Okay. So the other thing I found in one of the articles, David Graves was asked for comment, I guess, about this new development when it came to the alien bodies being discovered in Mexico. And David Graves, if you don't remember, he was part of the U.S. congressional hearing where they talked about the UAP, talked about the UIPs and the reports and the things that supposedly the government is is covering up in certain branches of the government. Anyway, he's a, a pilot and he was quoted as saying, unfortunately, yesterday's demonstration was a huge step backward for this issue. I will continue to raise awareness of UAP as an urgent matter of aerospace safety, national security and science but I am deeply disappointed by this unsubstantiated stunt. So David Graves just straight calling him out. Yeah. He, he has no qualms about saying this is bogus and it's hurting the whole community and the whole like fight that we're trying to push. It's something I appreciate about he was, Graves. He was there, very right? Blunt. Or was it Grush? One of them was there. I don't know if it was Graves one or Grush. Uh, but yeah, one of them was at the, the Mexico congressional hearing about this kind of along the same lines just wanted to throw this out there because there was a around the same time i think a day later or maybe two days later nasa was making like a press release essentially about all the uap and ufo stuff that has been circulating the news as well as circulating congress and the other branches of government really there's not much here in this press release i'll boil it down for you they said they don't have a lot of evidence. There have been sightings, but it's really hard to substantiate these sightings. All the stuff, like the video footage that they have that's really clear, has mostly been debunked by experts saying that they're weather balloons, etc. And then the stuff that they don't know that they don't know what it is in the videos, they have no external evidence to suggest that it is of extraterrestrial origin. But they continue to say that UAPs are one of the great mysteries that we have here on Earth. I'm getting a lot of whiplash over here. <laughs> yeah, it's it seems like they're just backtracking and just putting out a statement to put out a statement that, you know, we're going to keep looking, uh, but we really don't have much. I don't appreciate that their statement is phrased in ways that at least when I read it made it sound like, yeah, UAPs definitely are not from outside of Earth. But then if you yeah. keep reading, they're like, we don't have any idea where it's from, which doesn't disclude it being from somewhere else. They're, I, I hope that what they were intending was to say, 
we have no idea where these things come from or what they are, but our investigation hasn't told us anything that specifically points to them being extraterrestrial. So we're just going to keep looking until we figure out what any one of these things is and see what we find. But it really, the way it was written to me came across as, yeah, they're UAPs. They're not extraterrestrial, but we don't know what they are. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. It seemed like a cop out. I mean, it's just another way of keeping the public satiated. I think when it comes to, Hey, NASA, why aren't you talking about this? Oh, we are. We, like we said, we don't know what they are, but yep, we see them. I mean, that's really it. They're, they have people that are looking into them. There are specific branches of the military that are dedicated to sighting and tracking them. Uh, but according to NASA and to, according to a lot of those branches that are not going to tell us anything about it, they don't know anything. I just, I just want, I just wanted those little ET men to be real. <laughs> I wanted to get one of those eggs. <laughs> I wanted to uh, incubate it and raise egg. it as your own. Yeah. I'm just ready for my, to have my little alien buddy with me. Yeah. I don't think it's ever going to happen. I'm going to take him to Quick Trip. <laughs> take him to Quick Trip? Get him a Slurpee? Yeah. Yeah, get him a Slurpee and two for five tequilas. <laughs> what if he's vegan? It just reminds me of that meme I sent y'all today about the five-layer burrito and the Victorian child. <laughs> that was good. What, what, yeah. what wins? The immune system of, Victor, of a Victorian child or a Taco Bell five-layer <laughs> burrito? I, you know what makes me really sad? There's not a Taco Bell next to my house. I'm sorry. Bummer. <laughs> There's like not one within 20 minutes of me. It makes me really sad. Are, are you in America? Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> like there's not like a, just a taco I mean, place near me. There's like, you're not like out West somewhere in the middle of mountains. I guess then it would make sense. Yeah. But, there's a small authentic Mexican place that only takes cash that closes at 5 PM, but there's no like taco place that around me. It's really good. sad. I bet it is. I too. bet it is. I've, I tried, I've gone to try it and they've just been like randomly closed when I'm there. I think they know the gringos coming. So they go ahead and close it down. <laughs> That's like, how you know it's good. They don't have regular hours and they only take cash. Yeah. Dude, that's yeah. going to be some good food. They show up when <laughs> they want to show up and when they have product. Yeah. There's a place <laughs> down the street from my work that is basically in a concrete building. They only take cash. They only serve, oh, what is it? It's like spicy peanut chicken dish. It's like one dish that they serve. She only takes cash. And if you want to drink... There's a vending machine. <laughs> oh, I bet that's amazing. And it's always packed. Like there's people sitting outside on picnic tables outside of the little shack that she serves food out of. Holy cow. And it's always packed. I still haven't I been because I heard it messes you up, but it tastes really good. You should totally do it. Yeah. Yeah, you need to. One day. I, yeah. I did click on another article at the bottom of the one you sent us that mentions as of Three days ago, uh, NASA also appointed a new head of UFO research. So like mm. around the same time of this coming out, they now have a new person who is in charge. His official title is director of UAP research. And the goal is basically <laughs> to compile. <laughs> Sorry, to, you said tighter. Yeah, I was, I was waiting for somebody to say that. What is that? His, his official title. Oh, his <laughs> official title. I'm sorry. You is, dumb. Is director oh, of UAP David, research. David Jackson. David's. <laughs> you guys are only just now figuring this out. 
David, uh, you're a sea cucumber. Yes. <laughs> uh, his name is Mark McInary. <laughs> I, I don't know. I probably mispronounced that last name because I it's got too many like consonant vowel combinations in a row for me to follow. Uh, but yeah, so he, he used to be the U S department of defense's liaison with NASA. And now he is in charge of establishing a robust database for the evaluation of future UAPs. So we'll see how that goes. I'm assuming this is kind of in response to that, uh, America Congress hearing. Cause that was one of the things that they wanted was a, yeah central location that all of these reports went to so we'll see what happens with this and if it really if it does anything at all or not i'll be excited to see where that goes and hopefully there'll be some more disclosure in the future uh to the american public so that we can talk about it some more i agree well to finish this off guys tonight I've, i've got one small little thing do not look in the notes anymore the text that i had in white uh, text is no longer in white. I don't want you guys to see it. Oh, yeah, I forgot about this. Um, I forgot too. Yeah. So <laughs> to go ahead and end it, I, I would like to read y'all's horoscopes. So Jackson, oh, no. I'll start with you. You're, oh, no. you're a Gemini. I am. Um, you start this week off with a strong desire to be productive and work hard. Today, you will impress bosses and authority figures. In turn, they might have wise advice for you or specific instructions on how to finish the job in practical terms. Listen to make sure everyone is on the same page. Tonight, work jackson that's for you man. i don't want to work tonight helps. i i worked so much today <laughs> <laughs> um david you and i are both pisces so this applies to both of us that's um, why you're asking when his ex- birthday was yeah yeah this is an excellent day to study because your mind is mentally focused and steady you are detail oriented and patient enough to finish whatever you begin you can use this energy to finish a paper a thesis or project or make travel plans tonight explore and for you guys listening at home, this is uh, the horoscope for today. So by the time you're listening to it, much like these horoscopes, it's useless. Um, <laughs> much like much like they are for us currently, they will be useless to you. Useless. Um, we don't believe in any of that mumbo jumbo. Uh, stars have nothing to do about when you were born, except it's kind of cool to put on a poster. <laughs> so and that is sage advice from horoscope reader William. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Thanks for listening tonight, guys. Uh, thanks for putting up with us more like it. Uh, if you ever want to reach out to us at all, you can email us. Info at AmateurHourPod.com is our email address. Find us on Twitter, Instagram, and X at Amateur underscore pod. And if you would like to support us financially, you can do that over at Patreon.com slash AmateurHourPod. But as always, that's not required. We appreciate you listening. And the best way you can support us is to subscribe on whatever podcasting app you're listening to and leave us a review if you have not already. That that really helps us out. All right, ready? News outro music. One, two, three, go. <laughs> David, you didn't participate at it's all. because I, as soon as you said that, I thought about we're not all three going to do the same tune and this is going to be a cacophony of chaos. That's why it was going to be good. <laughs> They're going to love it. That's nah, okay. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye, Bye. guys.